You've tuned in to the Top 10 Gardener with garden expert, Ken Lane. Join him daily as he answers timely garden questions that are sure to make a difference in your gardens. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week and just shares her garden perspectives, just a different angle. I just love gardeners, love talking to them. You get so many different ways of, of doing mm-hmm. something. There's no one way to garden. There's a dozen different ways. That is and true. There's all, and you're always learning. So you're always, you never quite figure it out. Or as soon as they, as soon as you do figure it out, they change the <laughs> plant. They give you a new variety, new color. Just it keeps you young is what it does. It, very much so. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you? I am <laughs> loving the new year. I'm kind of, we're in the January's budget season. So how yes. many tomatoes do we need to grow? How many fruit trees are we going to need? How many customers? Are what kind of marketing do we need? Who do you partner with? Uh, how many cashiers do you need Mother's Day weekend? You got to <laughs> know that in January. So you That's hire true. enough. So we're coming up, up, we're coming up on uh-huh. hiring season. Usually we'll start putting my all call out at the end of this month. February we'll start interviewing then we hiring on we're onboarding yeah in february march and just takes off from there so True. you gotta always be ready so it's kind of fun it is fun definitely small business you never get bored because <laughs> you get true. different hats you could be talking to the mayor of the city about a new project one thing raising money for your favorite nonprofit, the next and then talking to gardeners or in a in a trench mm-hmm. you know cleaning out toilets the right. next, you just always have these different hats on that you, mm-hmm. you you wear. If you want the same consistent all the time, being a small business owner is not your thing. That is true. Uh, you, if you want safety, <laughs> not your thing. If you want uh, you want excitement, uh, uh, never getting bored, mm-hmm. talk, be controlling your own destiny. If you want to make every kid's you know game or swim meet or band thing, become a small business owner because you'll never miss one. And so, but you'll work a lot of hours. Yep. And so it just kind of, there's pros and cons to everything. Always, always. Yeah. But yeah, even it. though it's January and everybody thinks, well, garden centers and nothing's going on. There's a lot going there's on. There's a lot so, going on, yeah. Yeah, we, we started our classes. <laughs> yep. So classes every Saturday and um, we've been painting inside the store. We love to paint and change the colors. I don't think the walls will ever fall down no, because there's too many the layers of paint. <laughs> So, yeah, we've been busy doing stuff still. I think that's partly just our, so garden centers can can look dirty and rusty and falling apart if you mm-hmm. don't make, your garden can do that. Yeah. You need to go through and dust them off, clean them mm-hmm. up. Uh, I think, I think uh, uh, you know, a restaurant, if they've got the same paintings, the same scheme they've had for the last five years, who wants to go into a dark, dingy, <laughs> it starts to feel dirty. Well, we yeah. have a we have an opportunity every spring to freshen, freshen things up. up. Wait till folks see uh, in another month. I just got got uh, updates on our new shade structure Ooh. going in. It's going to be pretty spectacular. This will be nice. It'll I'm be looking the talk forward of the to town it. when we get all done. It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. So things are always going on, yeah. and things are going on in your yard too. So um, this time of year, a lot of people have issues with deer. A lot of deer. Yeah. Um, some have alina, not as much this time of year. Bunnies. 
um, because they're out. They're hungry. They're looking for stuff to eat. We've had snow. Everything's dormant. Um, deer are coming into people's yards. So you're, especially you're in those certain areas, forest trails, yeah. um, wildland interface, wildland interface places, ranch, you're, you're going to struggle with critters. Yeah. So I think you need to be aware of that going in. Um, just, they're going to be there. Unless you fence you know? them out. Well, yeah, you can right. fence. And that's that's definitely one thing you do. Although there are some places that won't allow yeah, well, you to put fence. So, you know, I think when you're when you know you're going to be dealing with critters, that's the most important thing. Be aware. Yeah. Second thing is is learn about kind of their habits because like we said right now deer are very active because they're out looking for stuff so you know deer are probably going to be in your yard this time of every year every winter you know so you probably do need to protect those aspen trees that you have sitting yeah. out there or that maple tree or those fruit trees so just being aware of the timing of when they're in your yard is also hugely important you need to be aware of that also think about are you encouraging them to or, come are your your, or are them your next neighbors feeding your neighbors and that's a struggle too because if you're i mean i love birds i get it people want to put out the bird feeders but you want to have alina in your yard yeah put a bird, put a bird feeder i put a quail block out yeah. oh my gosh you'll have them the next day going Thank you. They'll be we're, carrying the quail block away. <laughs> so think about your habits and what you're doing. Even things like dog food and cat food left outside uh, can encourage the javelina, skunks, rats. raccoons, rats. So think about what you're doing that might be encouraging them to come in as well. And then also said like the seasonality of things. So, um, you know, just be aware that they're out there. They're going to be coming. And like you said, what do you do? If you're going to, if they're going to be there, what are you going to do? Well, fencing, oh, like fence, you yeah. said. That's um, a better, better choice. And it could be if you know, so animals are very habitual, very migratory. They're going to come into your yard almost always the same way. Yeah right? They're following a path. If you can block that path off, maybe you don't have to fence the entire yard, but you're blocking that path where you know they're specifically coming through. It could definitely help. It could take some of that pressure off. Um, fencing could also be, so we recommend using bird netting around aspens and that type of thing because yeah. the deer don't like to get their horns stuck in yeah. it they don't like their teeth in it um so you're just wrapping that around a tree a couple of times tying it on or stapling it on and it can save your trees and it's not like you always need to leave that on year round but when you know the presence is heavy you put it on out there yeah easy fix easy peasy mm -hmm. the other thing that they really love we haven't hit it yet, but it's that new tender yeah, growth. That's coming. So a lot of plants that they, we say, are resistant to animals. Um, and 90% of the time they are. But there's that time in spring where that new growth, especially photinias, yeah. things like that, where that new growth is just so tender. And they're like, I'm hungry. You know, it's been a long winter. I'm going to try this no matter what. And the other one is when the fawns her out because fawns are like stupid kids right they put everything in their mouth yeah. so they're like okay i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try that so you just have to be aware of that and take some precautions um the deer netting helps the other thing that can sometimes help a lot too is just fishing line that monofilament line okay. just kind of wrapping it around a few times it just throws them off it's in a discouragement yeah. um, sometimes the best thing you can do is just discourage them uh, and, and along with that comes um, repellents 
So repellents are very much a discourager. They're not 100% foolproof. Um, they're not always going to work. But you're kind of going, you know, you don't you don't want that shrub. Go check out my neighbor's yeah. shrub. Don't eat my neighbor's plants. Mm -hmm. Don't keep moving on. Right. And usually what I tell people also is if you if you're planting a new plant in the yard, use a repellent around it. Oh yeah. Because they're for javelinas, there's a scent of that dirt, and they're like, oh, something's been digging here. I'm gonna go check that out. Um, and animals are curious, and rabbits and deer, they're gonna be curious about what that is and think, well, maybe I do like it, maybe I don't, but I better try it. Um, so you're just discourage them to begin with. And then hopefully they just learn animals with said this is their ritual. Home. Right. They they came <clears throat> out, out there, they notice one new plant. Yeah, they're gonna go, oh. I don't remember that. Let's go check it out. Hey, right. Bob, come over here with me. Let's go. <laughs> let's go see if we can kick this thing over. <laughs> mm -hmm. So definitely, just doing some things to discourage them. And another idea that I really like um, is, say you have an aspen or a shrub that they just kind of tend to mess with. Put something around it, some smaller plants around it that you know are pretty darn sure. So, uh, catmint, nepeta. Oh yeah, that is one deer almost. I can't it. ever think of a time I've seen them eat it. No. So putting that around some of those aspens or those other shrubs that they might be bothering um, really discourages them. Again, so catmint is excellent. Uh, lavender, creeping phlox, hyssops, um, salvias. Those rosemary. are all things. Rosemary. All yeah. yeah. So just being strategic about where you plant things can also help. Great advice, Lisa. How to keep... How to Garden with Deer and Javelina, Wildlife in Your Yard. Ken and Lisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, will be right back after this. As the days get longer and brighter, houseplants can struggle and scorch, but we have the solution. At Waters, we've organized our houseplants from A to Z for the brightest of sunny locations, many even bloom. With experts that know plants and how to make them grow. Shipments of the freshest houseplants in town have just arrived from A to Z and ready for a bright new home. Waters Garden Center, where people who love bright green houseplants, they love to shop, found in Prescott. You're listening to garden expert Ken Lane, owner of Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Look for more tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts through Ken's website. Additional shows of this podcast, read his weekly garden column, or follow him on Facebook, Instagram, at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. <laughs> 